we're all about turning a crappy situation into something positive. A quarter million dollars of credit card I debt. I still remember the day when no one turned up. Throw it in the garbage and start from scratch. I could give myself a chance, so I started something. I mean, I think that counts as from poop to gold. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. This is From Poop to Gold. I'm Daniel Harmon, Chief Creative Officer at Harmon Brothers. My guest today is Tim Schmoyer. Hey guys, how's it going? Tim has uh, an awesome YouTube channel called Video Creators. Um, how many subscribers do you have on there? Uh, almost half a million. Okay, about half a million. Does um, a bunch of different tips for people that are trying to get into the YouTube game, mm-hmm. um, as well as you're an author, right? You've yeah, got the I've written book. a few books. Yeah, yeah, so you've got a few of them. Yeah, from different industries and mm-hmm. you know past lives and things like that. But yeah, I've got I've got a few. Which is your favorite? Um. The one I like the most is actually back from when I was uh, youth ministry days. Actually, oh, okay. I wrote uh, I wrote uh, three books back then, and um, I had a blog, and the blog was turned into a published book, which was interesting. So it was great because I didn't really have to write anything; it was already written. It just had to <laughs> be organized. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, but I liked it because uh, we kept the conversational feel of the blog and the comments and things in the book. And I like that. Like, I don't see too many books that have a com- I feel like a conversation, and I yeah. really like that element of it. Awesome. Um, one of the books that our audience might have some interest in is 30 Days to a Better YouTube Channel, sure, yeah. a practical guide to creating a, a highly subscribe- subscribable channel. Yeah. So check that out for sure. So, Tim, let's, um, let's give our audience some background on you. Like, how did you, how did you end up getting into this YouTube game? So I started my very first video, it was March 2nd, 2006, and I was in graduate school halfway across the country from my family, and I started dating this girl, and I was like, I want to introduce her to my family back home. And at that time, this was like pre-Facebook days, I had a WordPress blog that I was using the way we use uh, Facebook today, just, you know, what I ate for dinner the night before and how Uh it made me feel, (laughs) stuff like that. And uh, I, I, I was like, I heard about this thing called YouTube. I was like, oh, maybe this could be a good place to put some videos, you know, with this, with this girl I was dating. And so I did one video. It's like thirty seconds long. Did it like on a eight millimeter camera that still used magnetic tape back then. You remember? And oh, I would yeah. eat the tape half the time, and I had to use like fire wire, <laughs> like yeah. all these to get it off. And I'm like, can I just? Can I just get video footage off the camera on the, my computer and then on to YouTube? And so um, I called it test video. So you know I put a lot of creative energy into this thing. <laughs> and uh, it's 30 seconds. The title. And, test yeah, video. Test video. I'm like, it's still there on YouTube today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's really awkward and uncomfortable, but it's there. And um, I, was, I was like, okay, this wasn't too bad. And so my girlfriend and I started making videos that today we would know them as vlogs. But back then, that wasn't a word. It was just being awkward in public with a camera. <laughs> so we yeah. would make little videos. We'd go out to eat, go to the park, go out to movies or whatever. And I'd put them on YouTube and send the links to my family and friends back home. Well, um, then other people started watching. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, I was, this is MySpace days now. I'm like, what? Like, you don't use your real name on the internet yet. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. if anyone found out who you were, they would hunt you down and kill you for some reason. <laughs> like, there was all these big stories around the news about how dangerous online stuff was and everything. So uh, I was getting a little nervous. And I was sort of like, who are these people? How are they finding my videos? Why do they keep coming back? Who is Catlicker69? And should I be concerned that they they keep coming and watch, commenting on my videos? And uh, this was even before the subscribe button was a thing on YouTube. And, uh, and the whole thing was just changing so fast. So I started reaching out to other people like, 
what's going on? How does this work? And they're like, mm-hmm. we don't know, but if you figure it out, let us know. We're trying to figure that out ourselves. And, and they would do, they would say, Hey, you know, go talk to Tim. He's trying to figure it out. And so from the very beginnings, like of YouTube, I kind of got, I was in that position of like trying to, I like problems like that. I like solving like big complex things that like most people don't know how to address. Uh-huh. And that gets me really excited. Okay. <laughs> so, so I just dove in and, um, that's how it all got started. Eventually, I I, I married that girl, okay, and uh, we somehow managed to have seven kids in eight years. Got me beat and, by one. Well, you can catch up. You got time. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, if I'm if and I'm going that fast at that pace in eight years, yes, yeah, I could. Just boom, 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 boom. Oh my gosh, and, that's amazing. Um, Your wife is unreal. And running what turned into a full pledged business, you know, we, we've we've done YouTube strategy for Disney, Warner Brothers, HBO, Century Twenty One eBay, Budweiser, like a lot of big brands like that, all the way down to creators and brands who are just getting started. and A lot of consulting. Yeah, a lot of consulting and a lot of client work and just doing a lot of strategy for these people and helping mm-hmm. them you know, read their analytics and make decisions about how to improve and move forward. And so far, um, our clients have earned 14 billion views and 61 million subs with us. Um, Dang. With our, so it's been, it's been fun. We've yeah. had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, That's awesome. That's a great story. All so from you, my girlfriend, now <laughs> yeah. wife, now wife of seven kids, very tired wife. And yeah, I was gonna say, you guys homeschool too, which is yeah. Able. I do the homeschooling in the morning, and you do yeah, and then yeah, I start okay. work around eleven. Oh, awesome! Yep. Wow, that's a good schedule, man. Yeah. I want to get it because so I homeschool. Oh, do you? Yeah, okay, cool. That's very cool. So this podcast is called "From Poop to Gold." So when is a moment in your career, or your life, when you've had so it's kind of a really crappy situation that you turned into something positive or something great. Yeah, I can I can say that tell the story in hindsight. You know, like these stories when things go to poop, they're never like fun. <laughs> you know, you're like not, oh, not when yay. you're there in it. No. Right? No, not at all. So, uh, so I, when I was in grad school, started the whole thing with the YouTube stuff. Uh, I was a youth pastor at a church um, down in Dallas, Texas area, and. Um, I thought that was going to be my career path for like the rest of my life. You know, I loved it. I loved just working okay. with families. I loved seeing teenagers' lives like change and the relationships between them and their parents and every, like I just loved it. Like people's lives being changed, I just loved. Your career path was I'm I'm just going to go have my ministry. That's it. Go and do my yep. thing. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Just do the the full time ministry route. And uh, and it was going it was it was going well. You know. Um, I, I, we were seeing some fruit. We were seeing some results and things happening in people's lives. And um, and uh, it was around that time when our my wife and I we got married. We were still doing video. Even today, we still publish videos to that channel, vlogs and things. And we were doing about a million views a month on YouTube at that time. And we were hearing the same stories of like life change coming out of the channels we were seeing happening happening in our local church. And um, but like there was like million people literally, and the youth group was like 180. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm not downplaying the 180 students by any means. But uh, I was like, if I want to scale life change, like where where should I go? So around that same time, uh, I was working in the church, and um, things got pretty bad at the church like the the growth was um stagnant to declining and there's a lot of different people a lot of different reasons and opinions about you know why that was happening um there was there's about 14 of us on staff at the church and within the um 
uh, make a long story short, is within 11 months, um, 10 of us were fired. Oh, wow. And I was number nine out of out of the ten. So like every month, boom, 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 and then it got to me, and it was it was rough because not only did I like you know for good or for bad, like my entire identity was wrapped up in my job and like what I thought I would be doing for the rest of my life. Yeah, my uh, our whole community, like the people we had relationships, were like instantly like cut off. Yeah, from us, really not sure tough. why. Uh-huh. Um, and we were like in the small town in Minnesota. And there's like no other job opportunities. And in small town Minnesota, like everyone knows everyone. So rumors start spreading real fast. Like, did he do something inappropriate with a student? Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, no, it has nothing to do with it. But I didn't want to like throw like some of the church leaders under the bus. You know, sure. so just kind of like take it and the rumors fly and, and it just. You know, you're out shopping at everyone. Like, it's a small town. So people, like, even if they didn't go to your church, they know who you are. They can be, like, the glances and stuff. So not only is, like, a community gone and your income is gone and the Gosh. friendships are gone and, like, and you feel isolated. And now people are thinking, like, rumors about you that are completely unfounded, have absolutely nothing to do with anything, you know, that actually happened. And um, Just rough. Yeah. So basically, they got rid of everyone who was, like, no, things need to change and move forward. And... um so that was really rough uh, for me, but um, you know my identity and family and relationships and everything were just it was it was really really hard. Yeah. So even thinking about it now, like it's still just really hard to like just think about that whole season of life. Um, so we stayed there in town for another two more years, and just because I felt like we weren't released from this place, like I felt like I was still supposed to be there, and. Um, so we didn't, we weren't a part of that community anymore, but we still stayed there and that, that was hard. And, um, I had a blog at the time that had accidentally turned into the most widely read youth ministry blog on the internet at the time. And that's where the previous books were published. And Uh so I was speaking on stages at youth conferences and church events and things across the country. And, um, kind of like what I just kind of accidentally reproduced in YouTube space is what I was doing over in youth ministry space at the time. And um, it was two years, and I I lived off the blog. It was okay, but I, I was still looking actively for other ministry uh, positions and things, and um, wasn't finding anything that I felt. Whether I was gun shy or not, I was I wasn't. I'm not quite sure exactly why, but I just couldn't find anything that I was willing to take. And so, um, I was the YouTube stuff was really taking off for us. And this guy, this random guy named Jeremy, uh, still a good friend of mine today, he emailed me. He's like, I keep bumping into you on the internet. I keep finding you, like, your youth ministry stuff, mm-hmm. and then I'm finding, like, your YouTube stuff. And he's mm-hmm. like, who are you? <laughs> and so we had a conversation. He, he owns a, um, a video production storytelling studio in Cincinnati called Epiphio. Have you okay. heard of them? Yes. I don't well, no. actually have I? I, do a lot I, I of, like, I'm not sure. Explainer videos. It sounds familiar, stuff. but yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I think I've run into their stuff. Yeah, they've done a uh, I, I guarantee you've seen some of their yeah. some of their work. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so long story short is that he wanted us he um, we moved to Cincinnati to do YouTube strategy full time for their clients because they'd make this video asset and the client's always like, Great, I'm using it on my website, but is there anything else I can do with it? Yeah. And so then it was like develop helping them develop a co- uh, content strategy for how to use that asset plus other video stuff on their channel and they things. were doing the creation, you were developing more of the distribution strategy behind it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And and how a lot of a lot of fun doing that. Um 
a lot of success with that as well. But after a year and a half, the comp- they, they had this meeting with me. Um, after a year, they said, Tim, you've been doing great. This has been awesome. But our company is not going to be doing that side of the business anymore. And so in six months, you know, you're going to be without a job. And uh, they said, but we think you should continue to do this. And you should... Um, you should continue, like, start a business that does for other people what you've done for us and for our clients. And they said, we want to give you, um, you know, even though we're shutting this part down, we want to keep paying you for six months. And come use our office, use our resources, you know, work with people if we need, like, have questions in the office. But just for six months, you know, we want you to get this started. So I knew. I was like, okay, well, I got six There's months to runway. get something. That's right. And I've, I, my income, again, was going to stop. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I got six months. So I started the video creators channel um, and uh, I created it on January 2nd, 2013. And uh, I got six months to turn this from zero to full-time income for my family because I do not want to go back to working for someone again. (laughs) And and it was a much different, like they were very supportive and very helpful. So it was a very, it was like night and day difference. But uh, so I had your back even though, they were yeah. just like, this isn't our direction anymore. And I got Jeremy. I still go to his house every week yeah. um, and our, I see them very often and stuff. So like still good, good relationships with him. And so I started, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do for myself what I've been teaching other people to do. And I got six months to do it. And at the end of six months, the YouTube channel had around 3,000 subscribers. Okay. And it was generating about $10,000 a month. And I was like, off of three thousand subscribers. That's right. Yeah, I That's I amazing. learned from my blog. Everything on my blog before was free. Yeah, and I'm like, no, this time I need to start with a business model. <laughs> yeah. Know? So I created the channel with a business model in mind. Yeah. And you know, so not just in terms of how do I create and deliver value, which is where a lot of creators stop, but yep. also how do I capture value yep. in return, right? So uh, after six months, they said it was it was um, June fifteenth, nineteen. Uh, 2013 and it was my last day working at Epiphio and I was like I should have quit my job a long time ago so <laughs> better, you know uh, I was nervous it wasn't like you know how you start sure. companies like ups and downs and sure. things it wasn't like home run for there yeah but, um I, I I I my family is far more well off in every regard in terms of not just like relationally and spiritually and financially, but like everything. Yeah. Um, it's still the mission though. Like what I experienced originally on YouTube is helping people reach more people and change lives. Yeah. Cause we might be able to reach a few million people a month on YouTube, but what if we could actually come behind other people who have missions or what they're trying to accomplish on their channel and then help them reach millions of people, you know, yeah. like how much more influence and impact can we have on the world? By not just saying like, "Hey, look at us, we're so awesome," and yeah. like, listen to what I have to say, but like helping all these other people do the same thing. Yeah, and so that's what our that's what our brand is all about is helping people um, change lives, is uh, reach people and change their lives. So it's been a lot of fun, but I never would have our family would not be in this position um, in any way if I was still if I hadn't been kicked out. Yeah, you know? yeah. So what would you say for someone? that's um that's kind of spearheading this youtube thing top top three strategies you'd you'd say to go after if they're wanting to build a following on youtube or just for that matter um make a video that's going to get 
you know, that's going to get a lot of exposure. Yeah, it, it really comes down to getting good viewer signals from viewers. Okay. okay. So how do you do that? The, the top one, like um, branding becomes really important. And what I mean by branding isn't necessarily like your logo and icons and things like that. I mean, like, what do people feel when they think about your brand? Yeah. What, how, how do they like emotionally connect with what you stand for, what you're all about, what you represent, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be communicated really clearly because most people have very short attention spans. They're not going to take a half hour watching a bunch of your videos trying to figure it out. You get like two to three seconds for them to be like, oh, I understand what they're all about. Like confusion is the opposite of growth. Like if anyone's confused about your brand, yeah. um, they're like, why would I subscribe? Like they're not going to subscribe because they don't yeah. know what they're going to get, what it's about. And so We most- always say the confused customer never buys. Exactly. The same way the confused viewers never watches, right? And never subscribes and That's never right. comes back. Uh, right. On and so on. brand clarity is really important. And I don't mean just like subscribe because every week we're going to give you a new video that teaches you how to detail your car you know that's that's the what but the that will give people like i understand what i'm gonna get but to start building the emotional connection that gets people like like start coming back Mm -hmm. and be like oh i love these guys that's like the why it matters so that you can be proud of the trophy you have parked in your garage or something okay i just made that i don't know if that's true but okay something like for me it's about reaching uh, we're going to teach you how to grow your youtube channel so master youtube is our what? Yep. Change lives is our why. Awesome. Most people don't believe that with us. Yeah. Most people like Master YouTube. Yeah. Most people like Master YouTube make money. Master YouTube feel popular. Like whatever. But um, but my goal isn't to grow like the biggest baddest business in the world. It's like I want right. to do something I'm passionate about with people I'm passionate about serving who are yeah. passionate about what they're doing. Right. Yeah. And so awesome. you position yourself in a way that those people are attracted to you. So anyway. Right. So number one is the brand has to be really clear yeah. and it needs to be communicated in, in your in your branded intro, your channel art, your sections, your playlists. You know, how quickly, how long does it take someone to figure out what, who you are, what you're about? That needs yeah. to be really clear. Clear and that continuity across all the touch points of it. That's right. Okay. Number two, I would say is, uh, and this also points back to the human element of what grows YouTube channels, um, is stories, storytelling. Yep. So, I mean, you guys are masters at this, so I'm preaching to the choir here in one regard, but like... Preach. Preach, all right, baby, preach. preach. Here we go. <laughs> it's been a while since I've preached. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so uh, 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 a lot of people, they just like, okay, I got to make this super short, make this super clear, uh, make it like three minutes, because I heard that anything longer than three minutes on the internet doesn't work, So, um, which is, was not true. So last year, I did a, an experiment um, at Social Media Marketing World where I interviewed nine different people and I did two videos with each person. I did one video like tell me how you're like what's your story of how you discovered this or changed this on your channel. And then okay. another video where we like the same content but just give me the three bullet points. Okay. All right. And so we did nine of these and I published them back to back at the exact same time. Okay. And then I put them on groups and analytics, all this like evaluation yep. and stuff. And the result is that the story based content performed um, at least double in Every regard, engagement was quadruple. Awesome. Watch time was higher. Some of the the actual views it got was 10x Gosh. with just the three point counterpart video 
performed, right? Wow. Unless the story was lame, then the then the three oh. point the tip video actually outperformed. Yes. So if the so it's not just about having a story, right? It's got to be a good story, a, good a story. relevant story, an that's emotionally right. connecting story, right? And that's the key. Like mm-hmm. so many emotionally connected. So you get into a story, you start picturing things in your mind, and you're putting yourself in that character's like shoes and mm-hmm. experiencing things, and and uh, everyone just that just works. And have you seen that a lot of our clients too? Just hands down, the story works better. So a good story. You want like a really brief, this is the way, like, like when we th- talk about it, like really brief 3X structure is about a character who wants something, overcomes conflict to get it, and is transformed by the process, you know? So like... That's basically exactly what we do <laughs> yeah, all the time with our totally. videos, right? Yeah, and yeah. you get really complex, obviously, but like if you just want a starting place, yeah. just start it. Like does my, well, who's the character? What do they want? Why can't they have what they want? Yeah. What's at risk or what's at stake if they don't get what they want? Yeah. Who or what comes along to help them get what they want? Then how do they ultimately get it? And then how are they changed by the process? So essentially how to build a story brand, right? Exactly. You've, you've read Donald Miller's oh, work, yeah, right? Oh, totally. yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah so uh, we start implementing that kind of stuff on channels like, again, going back to the Optimized for Humans, Not Robots. That's the stuff <laughs> people connect with. They love the brand. They want to come back and watch more videos. They turn on notifications because they're like, when's the next one coming? And even educational channels like that's how, what they do like, like your story that the thing that you're teaching someone is connecting to someone else's story that they're currently living and you come in as the guide in that in that respect so you can get down awesome. that so and then the third thing i was i would say is like um creators tend to just like to create and then keep creating and keep creating without ever okay. evaluating yeah and i think there's something that's really missed where you just kind of like keep spinning your wheels and without uh, and, and testing and evaluating can be done in a lot of different ways. Um, Google or YouTube Analytics provides a lot of data and information. But even just getting to know your target audience better mm-hmm. and reevaluating how do we pitch value, how do we communicate value, how do we capture value, and, and all that, uh, rather than just kind of like, well, we're just going to keep doing this and hopefully one of these videos will work well. It's just kind of like I have a friend who's doing the exact same thing on YouTube for 10 years, publishing daily content for 10 years. Uh. And uh, has like 12,000 subscribers. This is hurting me inside right now. Yeah. yeah. And so I told him like, dude, it's not working. You said probably, but, um, but too many people wait too long to like, I'm like, do 10 video. Like our rhythm is every eight to 10 videos. We stop and we reevaluate. Okay. We collect, we just look at those 10 videos in isolation of the rest of the channel and just evaluate like, here's the experiments and the tests we did on these. How do we iterate for the next 10 videos we're going to do? And uh, over what time period does that usually take place? Those like, it depends on how often the channel is publishing, but like if you're publishing once a week, that would be eight to 10 weeks. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. So, Essentially, you've got to kind of stop and sharpen the saw occasionally as, a, right. as opposed to just continuing to saw. And it's very much along the lines of like test, measure, analyze. Iterate. And, and, yeah, yeah, iterate. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I like that analogy. I'm going to use the saw analogy myself. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, I, that, that is one of the hardest things to do, especially when you're having any kind of um, success at all is, oh, yeah. is, is stopping to be like, okay, can we – you know, can we sharpen in any way? Can we can we make things better? Or if, like you said, or if someone's just spinning their wheels, why why not spin your wheels and actually go somewhere? Yeah, and most people, a lot of creators I work with who are in the multi-million subscriber range, they wait too long to iterate mm-hmm. because then like their momentum plateaus and then they just try harder, yeah. the same thing, and yeah. then it starts to decline and it's really hard to turn that around. Like you actually need to reinvent yourself before the plateau and like change it 
while they like before they're expecting something different yeah and keep the momentum going there's very few creators like shane dawson has done that multiple times phil defranco has done that a few times like so there are um some og creators who have been able to do that but most people just kind of get stuck yeah no i yeah you see that all the time like the 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 youtube stars of yesteryear mm-hmm. just kind of start to fade out into the background because right. they're not constantly adjusting and that's the way all these platforms are going to be they're yeah. always constantly going to be updating um and you just got to be able to keep up with that right. um where should people if people want to find you tim where should they look you up you can look me up at i have my own podcast okay. every week yeah. at, uh, just search for video creators or tim schmoyer to pop up or we post um, weekly videos at youtube.com slash video creators as well just to help train people how to grow their audience and spread a message that reaches people and changes their lives awesome um spell your last name for our audience s-c-h-m-o-y-e-r all right cool yeah yeah just so they have that clarity awesome so thank you so much for joining us tim appreciate your time thanks for having me and thank you for the tips for audience they're gonna love those and Gosh, I love them myself. We're going to go out and implement. So thank you guys once again for watching, listening. So make sure to subscribe, like, comment, share, all that good stuff. And we'll see you on the next one.